Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you more about the lessons I learned from a panel that I was on recently about artificial intelligence that is associated with a marketing group here in my local area in the city of Philadelphia, which was largely composed of business owners and in particular business owners of marketing agencies. It's really interesting to get a sampling from folks out there in terms of where they're at related to artificial intelligence, because it can be hard information to know and difficult to get as well too. It's just time consuming. There's a lot of hoops to have to jump through. You'd have to talk to a lot of people to really get, to really hear directly from them in terms of what their level of experience and exposure is to a newer technology like artificial intelligence and understand where the opportunities might be. So that's where I'm hoping this episode will be helpful for you. It was for me. So the first thing I'll say is, Something that wasn't a surprise for me, but often is a surprise for other entrepreneurs, especially if you're relatively new to doing this work, like building tools for businesses with a relatively new technology, is that most businesses are not prepared with a response yet. The moderator had asked a question of the audience in terms of what their experience or exposure to AI was so far. And I think there's three categories. One was who has a dedicated team to basically building an AI response to which very few people raise their hands. The next one was who is experimenting with it? A few more people raise their hands. And the last one was who really hasn't figured out what the response from their company's perspective is going to be yet. And that's where the majority of the people raise their hands. So the first takeaway for me, and it was a good reminder is that this stuff takes a minute. There is, despite the fact that it appears that we're moving at breakneck speed with the development of AI tools, and that may be the case, companies are still slow to adopt new technology. Now, what I want to point out about that is that speaks to opportunity for you and I, in that we have the same amount of time that we had before to figure out who our target market is, better understand their problems and position our products as a better solution to them. Just because AI is developing that much faster doesn't mean companies are going to change how they've operated for decades or hundreds of years. So that's one takeaway. The others were related to more specific questions, and some of these were targeted at me. Folks really wanted to know, right, things like changing search, the way people find content, search engine optimization or SEO, right? What should they be doing because a lot of them were selling services to people that consume those or want to do it on their behalf. Now, the best piece of advice I've been given here, and it still plays pretty well, is that to keep one foot in the old world and one foot in the new world. And by that, I mean, understand how business was done before we developed AI in the mass market context that it is now, and understand how search and how people access information is expected to change. If you prepare yourself for both, you can capitalize on what's working now, which is a huge part of what I'm doing, and you can be prepared for if and when that shifts or evolves, which is inevitable, right? It's not that it's not going to evolve. It definitely is. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and I want you to be prepared for that too. But if you solely focus on only one or the other, you're going to miss a lot of opportunity. So one of the keys, I think, is to do your best to be able to focus on both. Another question that came up is kind of the overwhelming element of choice and selection anxiety because there's so many tools. And do you take a piecemeal approach where you have one tool for everything? Or do you take a approach or the piecemeal approach where you have 
a bunch of different tools for specific use cases, or do you try to find an all-in-one solution? Now, this was a good question, and I think more than likely because of how quickly the tools themselves are being developed and the fierce comp competition that there is out there for these tools to grab market share, that you're going to continue to see newer and newer and better and better tools come to market. As such, my recommendation there was not really to be married to a tech stack and to carve out a percentage of your time to be testing new tools, even if you found one that you think works well for your workflow. So if that's the case, I'd still recommend that you continue to shop for better tools or see how it's evolving on the market. Because more than likely, because tools are being developed so quickly these days, there's more than likely to be newer and better tools that are going to be coming out there. And you're always going to want to know about what those are. So that was my best advice there. But I think by and large, the biggest takeaway that I had here was that the focus should still be on outcome oriented behavior and understanding how to improve operational efficiency for your target market and your customers looking for those bottlenecks and those elements of the work that you do today, which may be particularly time consuming and great areas of opportunity for improvement using tools like what is available out there these days in the form of AI. And really the summary takeaway was that it's not magic. AI is the latest and greatest and best generation of a tool that we've seen in a while that helps us with the from the perspective of automation. So if you've got an input and you'd love to be able to convert it to an output, much like a lot of the tools that I've built, chances are that there's a tool out there that can already do that. If not, you may be able to be able to build one yourself given how easy it is to bring these tools to market as well. And then if you solve your own problem, you probably are creating a market as well. You can turn around and sell that tool to other people like you. So I wanted to share with you some of the takeaways from that event that was really interesting. And I thought that they may be valuable for you as well too. Hey folks, Sean here. And thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.